2.13 on this Friday afternoon, which means, as always, being joined by Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. Welcome back. Thank you. Here we are, another week. We're two weeks into school, and the sun keeps coming up in the morning. And <laughs> Gee, don't make it sound so positive. <laughs> uh, no, school's getting off to a great start. It's... Uh, it's really, really, uh, for the start of a school year, it's going great. And then when you factor in that we have two of our buildings torn to pieces, um, it, uh, it, it's actually pretty amazing that it's, uh, that it's going that well. So, so I didn't, didn't intend, intend it that way. It's, uh, it's just there's, uh, it's that time of year when um, school is up and running and all that, but uh, life at central office is a little crazy. Um, because this is the time of year. There's just several things that hit right now. There's a whole bunch of state reports uh, that have to be completed. Uh, and then there's uh, all the grants that we do. Most of them, the new grants have to be written this time of year, and the old ones have to be finalized and final reports sent in. On top of that, the simple task of creating the budget um, you know, that, that's no big, <laughs> big deal. Um, so all of that's hitting, uh, about this time. So then you add the construction into the middle of that. And, um, I want to, uh, let folks know that, uh, um, Olivia, uh, Valencic Miller, our director of learning has actually been on this, this program in the past. And she handles, uh, our K-12 curriculum and grants and looking for those dollars. Um, a lot of the uh, opportunities we've provided for students uh, come from her, uh, from her ideas and her brainchild, and, uh, and she's really good at that. Uh, unfortunately, she's just really good at a lot of things, and Trine University realized that, and um, she'll be leaving to go to Trine University. And we wish her the best. Um, she has a lot to offer, and she'll do great. Um, and uh, but listing, going back through all those things that I just talked about uh, this time of year, um, it, it really is checking in the morning, make sure the sun came up uh, to make uh, make make sure uh, there was another day. And um, but it's. Uh, we all go through those stages in our lives when it's like, uh, uh, you know, how, uh, how big is the pile going to be and, and will we finally get through all that? And, and the answer we all know to that on the backside is, yes, we do, but sometimes in the middle of that it, uh, it seems pretty big. But we do wish her well, and uh, the folks in the office are, uh, are doing a great job uh, of uh, trying to keep things uh, some of the other aspects are settling in. All of our new hires, uh, we pretty much have that that work all completed and all that paperwork. Uh, so we, uh, um, it, it's good. And tonight, uh, first home football game, and uh, we welcome those of you from the south end of the county up to uh, to Belmont tonight uh, for a football game. You don't uh, need the umbrellas tonight. No, and I'm glad we're playing on our field instead of their field because I understand they're, we have grass. I'm not sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, I was told there are some growing, but they had, they've been working on it. Yeah, I know they have because I drive by there quite a bit. And uh, they really, for those of you out there that haven't driven past a school, uh, they have really tried to put that field back together. Unfortunately, it is football season, and it's not just Friday night. There are junior high games, and there are 
junior varsity games and and all of those things that take place on the field. Um, so uh, I would I, this be one of those where you go, well, if anyone would like to uh, help us out at North Adams and donate <laughs> uh, X amount of money, and we don't have to worry about this and install turf fields. Well, that'd be all right. I did find it really interesting because most people know that up at East Allen, they have four football teams uh, because the uh, East Allen University doesn't have a football team, but the other four schools do, and they all received turf fields. And there was, you saw in the paper, there was grumbling and moaning and complaining about that. Uh, but after last weekend, um, rightfully so, the school was pointing out our field. Told you so. <laughs> uh, they, they still have gr- uh, a surface to play on. Um, and we could sit here and, and talk about the cost of a turf field versus the day-to-day upkeep of a turf field and should you play it on grass should you play it on turf um and there are people on both sides the reality of it is uh the numbers work out almost the same um and uh so anyway but uh you know do you spend that kind of money out and uh it's just hard to look at that but again uh it is a factor against the weather um keeps the weather from winning so but anyway uh we kind of digress uh we we welcome you to the football game tonight it is going to be a beautiful night for football and uh come on out Uh, those of you coming to the football game feel free to park beside any of the uh, pallets of block or any of the uh high low lifts or any of the skid loaders uh that are parked in the parking lot find open spot where you can (laughs) you can um so uh there is plenty of parking space, but I would tell those that are coming, as you come in, everybody always kind of like stops right there on the west side looking for a spot. There are parking spots to the east. So if things look like they're filled up, drive all the way through the drive or come in over at the middle school entrance. There's a whole parking lot over there, and um, there are plenty of spots, but uh, um, we, we do have a few construction uh, things uh, around the campus. Um, I do want to talk about the campus a little bit um, and maybe try to correct a little bit of information. Uh, And and I'm certainly the one, uh, as everybody knows by now, we lost our project manager. And uh, it was a huge, huge hit to our project. Uh, It truly was. And that's what I've said. Um, That's transferred into, oh, my gosh, the project is in trouble and has all kind of problems. Well, no, 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 that wasn't the message. The message is it's devastating to lose leadership in the middle of a project. The contractors are still doing a great job. And as a matter of fact, uh, probably by the end of this month, the new elementary addition uh, that was nothing but grass uh, last October uh, will be for all practical purposes done and uh, looks great it, it really does um, and over in the high school yeah things were a little bit challenging at the start of volleyball season um, but the front lobby is is looking great and um, the areas around the fitness room and the weight room those are coming along nicely and and a lot of those things here I would say by by the first week of September, a lot of those pieces will be finished up and uh, we'll be moving around. We'll gut the next set of locker rooms and and start working on those. So the project is going along really, really well. 
but again, you take away some of that leadership and, and just the missing knowledge. But I will tell you, Performance Services has stepped up, and uh, they've had people on site in our transition. And we welcome uh, John Jaco uh, to our project now as our project manager. I've uh, spent a lot of hours with him. Uh, Larry's even spent more than I have with, with him. And um, uh, we rolled up our sleeves. We're right in there again. And, and uh, it is. So, so the project is going well. But uh, the, the message I wanted to send is, is that it's difficult to do that when you lose such a key individual. Um, but, uh, but we're moving forward. Only about uh, 12 months left, you know, maybe 11 and a half months. So uh, um, it's, uh, it's going to be it's going to be great as we continue to move through there. Um, I will comment, too. There was always the talk in our project about the separation of the buses from the car traffic. And we already did that this fall. Uh, the bus drive on the north side of the buildings is is done except for the. Uh, top coat of asphalt, which they won't do till the project's uh, to its very end. Uh, they were pouring some sidewalks. Yeah, that was a bit of a challenging. Uh, we have our bus drop off, and this week at different times, they poured the sidewalk right there by the bus drop uh, part. So uh, it took a few of us and a little uh, bit of uh, caution tape and sawhorses and that. Um, you know how no one, kids, no one tried to write their initials or anything. No, in the concrete, nobody did, did that. And you, you know, you'd like to to be able to think that you know you get off the bus if there's wet concrete sitting there, nobody would step in it. But we didn't think it that was practical, so we put barricades up, and uh, um, because we spend a lot of time around kids, and we know how kids can be. Uh, but no, that went that went well. Um, we had to use some other exits from the building. Uh, but we got everybody there, and uh, and and that really has been working well. Uh, we we always worried um, when the buses, especially when they would leave the shuttle drop off and pick up area, they always had to drive around the high school and down across the front drive, and you had kids coming out of school, and you had the student drivers. Uh, that that's just not an issue anymore. They leave the the north side of the high school, and they come out there by the tennis courts. One of our administrators makes sure nobody's coming along Stadium Drive, and the buses all make a left turn, and then another administrator is right there at that main intersection by the pool. They stop the student traffic for just a minute, and all the buses turn right, go out to the light, and they're off and, and going. And um, It's just really working well, and, and I will also compliment the parents who are following the parent pick-up and drop-off areas. You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. Uh, that probably won't change until right after Labor Day when we start tearing up the parking lot. Um, and I just give people a heads up. It sounds like the, the new drainage will hook on right there by the pool corner, right on that main corner there. That's where they'll start. So uh, we're going to have a few days. Now think about our parking lot. We're going to have a few days where we can't use that intersection. So... Uh, I'm really not sure what that looks like <laughs> right now, um, but that's where they'll first tie in. And everybody knows the intersection. It's the one where the current drain sets about a foot below the asphalt. And if you're not paying attention, you go, wonk. Yeah. Um, no, we're not leaving it like that. Okay. <laughs> it will be brought up. I appreciate that. <laughs> in the project. Um, well, my tires will appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so so that's where they, they will begin to hook on. And so um, when we know for sure what that looks like, we'll... We'll have a plan and we'll get the word out, 
But as we said, that time is coming. Well, it's getting closer and closer. Uh, also, as far as the project, uh, we pretty much gave our final blessing. We've, we haven't talked a lot recently about the new football and track locker room that will be built out to the east side of the stadium. We pretty much gave our blessing to the final prints for that building, and the plan is still later this fall to start working on that facility. Um, and that, as we know, will be a great addition. We've been hoping for that for years. And um, so we'll begin to see that uh, coming to life uh, this, later this fall also. So uh, other than that, we just keep working our way through the building and working on the different pieces. And, um, and it, it is. It, it's going well. It, it is decisions every day, sometimes decisions every hour. Uh, the administrators are deeply involved and in, in making decisions on all of that. And now, uh, looking way out ahead, this uh, coming month here in September, as administrators, we will start laying out, so what exactly does it look like to move two buildings out there come next spring and summer? And the logistics and who goes where and who's doing this and who's doing that and how do we get to lunch and how do we get back from lunch and how do we get to the out to recess and how do we get to our uh, specials classes uh, we had a had a meeting this week where we sat down and um, in one of those rooms where you can just write on the walls and and we started making lists uh, we filled three of those walls uh, with things that have to, at the end, it was really great because we have a really good process, but it was kind of exhausting to look at that and go, oh yeah, all that has to happen yet this year while we're having school. Um, so um, good progress. I do want to especially recognize three teachers. You've heard me talk about the shop getting delayed and had to get extra steel and, and all that sort of thing. Well, Jason Egley, um, who teaches our auto and our transportation and our welding, and uh, Bill Richmond, who teaches Project Lead the Way, and uh, Matt Hunter, who teaches our construction classes. Very hands-on sort of classes, and you really kind of need the things in your room. Uh, they still don't really have rooms. Uh, we're probably a couple weeks out from that. But they, <laughs> um, at least... Uh, on the outside surface, they have been very uh, accommodating to all that. I'm sure uh, it's frustrating. I know it's frustrating. Um, but they, they've been troopers. Their students have been troopers. And uh, we'll get them in there just as soon as we can um, in, in light of uh, some of the unexpected things we had to do. So if there's a part of the project that's kind of tough, that, that would be the area. Everything else is rolling along. Um, and so, well, I, as you can tell, I get talking about the project, and uh, and I, I'm, I'm very excited about what's happening. Um, but a couple of things I want to just touch on real quick uh, with what little time we have left. Just want to circle back around to metal detectors, and uh, they have arrived. I don't remember if I said that last week, but we do have them, and uh, we're working on policy, and uh, and I've been spending time on the procedures. Uh, and what exactly that looks like. Um, and I want to I emphasize again the, the idea of trying to wand every student when they come into school. That is, that's not going to be in our procedures um, unless for some reason, um, you know, in this world of 
threats. You just never know what you might have to deal with. But um, it will be used as a safety tool um, as, uh, as need arises. Uh, but again, we won't start using those until we have everything in place and we have people trained in how to use them. Um, I've learned it's just not a matter of clicking the on switch and waving it around people. Uh, there really are some techniques that you have to be careful of and things that you have to do. So we'll make sure those folks are trained and we'll have all that in place. Um, I want to end today. Uh, it's kind of a negative, but I want to, I, I guess I want to deflect uh, that negative part. Pretty soon, uh, you know, it, after all, it is the school year 1819 and we're mm -hmm. two weeks in. I would say in another three or four weeks, we'll probably get our letter grades for last school year. Um, and that's always been the issue, timeliness and what does that tell you? Well, um, we're going to get two letter grades. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure what that looks like. I, I remember, you know, back in the day when you had a paper you had to write for English class, sometimes you could get two grades, one on your uh, structure of your writing and the other on the content of your writing. That maybe made a little sense, but even then, I never knew exactly what kind of a grade I got on the paper um, because you got two grades. Well, that's what's happening with schools. We're going to get a grade from the federal government, and we're going to get a grade from the state government. And I'll just tell you, the bottom line is because the Indiana State Board of Ed thinks that we're special and we can do it different. Um, and that sounded a bit negative, and that's exactly the way it was intended. Um, I understand taking those kind of positions, but when it creates confusion, it's not very practical. So we're going to get two grades, and when those come out, I guess if they're not the same, you can average them, you can take the best one, you can take the worst one. But as you've heard me say many, many times before, the bottom line is we're focused on educating kids. People can run the metrics however they want. They can skew or count numbers however they want. I just want to assure you that at North Adams, we're focused on what does this child need, and we'll let the others in Indianapolis decide on how they ought to play the games of coming up with letter grades. And on that note, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. And that's Brent Lane with North Adams Schools. This is Channel Z, 92.7 FM.